Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. We're back. It's been a, uh, a little long while, has it not, Chris, since we recorded? Yeah, it's been a while. I, uh, I can't even remember the last time we recorded, bro. I'm bringing up the our SoundCloud page, which okay. you can find and go to. The last episode that we recorded was the recap of the AEW Jim Lyman. Lineup, That's right. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Memorial Tournament. And that was published. Uh, it was published 23 days ago. Yikes! Yikes! So, uh, but you know, it's uh, it's absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's true. That's what they say. So I hope that people missed us. Uh, you know, probably some didn't. Probably some did. Well, Charlie, I mean, we hadn't seen each other much either. We hadn't had a chance to really catch up. So, mm-hmm. um, Margaret Costa in the background. Say hey, Margaret. <laughs> Margaret's trying to become the, the the Yelp elite. Yelp, Yelp, elite, Yelp, elite. Uh, I don't know where that's from. Yeah, so if you leave a hundred, if you leave a hundred Yelp reviews, uh-huh. you don't know. If that, that's that's what she's been saying. If you, that's, I well, think that's one the, part of the criteria. Because then there's Yelp leaders that oh, okay that the the restaurant will pay will not pay will give them a free meal. To like come eat at this. Oh, to do the, the review. To leave a yeah. Review. I think that's how it works. We're just gonna say how it works. Um, yeah. But still, there's like there's an elite core out there of, of yelpers. yelpers? Mm-hmm. Margaret's trying to become one of those, so she's hammering away on the couch, <laughs> leaving reviews of all the places that she's eaten in the past year or two living here. Right. I mean, if we need to revisit one of those places, you let me know. I'm down. She just went to a Mexican place, La Casina. What what is Cocina means kitchen. No, not not C O C I N A. Okay. C E C I N A. Spell that again. C O E C. Oh, Cecina. Cecina. Um, that's uh, it's a really thin meat. It's, okay. Uh, it's usually they put it out to dry first before cooking it. Okay. So kind of like it's it's relative to the beef jerky. It's like jer- it's in the beef jerky family. Yeah. Did you, Margaret? Did you have anything with jerky on? They it? have a uh, tacos de asesina. They're really good. They're one of my jerky favorites. tacos, right? Mm-hmm. Kind sure. of. Mm-hmm. Okay. She didn't have that. She had pastor tacos. Oh, okay. <laughs> Playing it safe, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was on 18th Street, so in Pilsen, so you know it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, BYOB. BYOB. And yeah, there's there's a Yelp review that you can read. All right, I'll check it out. <laughs> um. So back to what we were saying, uh, I think it's good though that we took took a break. You need with all the wrestling going on, you need like that. Uh, you need to come down a little bit here and there. I mean, we you know we've uh, so I think last so we recovered the JLM. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, there was the Braider Brawl Halloween theme with Freelance Underground. Right, right, right. Which I, I didn't went go to, to. Right, I didn't mm-hmm. go to that, and I didn't go to Freelance's The Shining Wizard show. That's right. The, was that the night before? Um, no, October 20th was Freelance Wrestling, The Shining Wizard, mm-hmm. Freelance Underground, Bader Brow 2. There's going to be a Bader Brow 3 coming up. That's November 22nd is the third one. The second one was October 27th. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, it's, there's been wrestling. We've been watching some wrestling. We yeah. just haven't had a chance to really sit down and talk about it. No, I agree. We've been going through some stuff. I've been going, you've had some car trouble. I've been going through yeah. uh, another career transition, like another career shift. Um, which is good and bad because I feel that I'm going to have a lot more time for the podcast upcoming with like going, trying to go back to the full time workforce and, okay. uh, and, uh, um, you know, have a lot more structure to my day to hopefully get mm-hmm. in like a better rhythm. 
Yeah. Um, as it's, it, I have a lot. I have like too much time on my hands right now. If you know what I mean. I, I feel like I just keep squeezing shit in, and I don't know how I'm doing it. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, as long as I'm still a hundred percent, you know, and I'm not going nuts over here. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I just can't. Like, there's some things I just don't know how to say no to, and that's, <laughs> you know. Are you coming? Um, is there are they good fun things or? Yeah. So for example, like okay. I, I got invited to really be fully committed to a soccer team, right? So I'm like, on, Mon- on Monday night, like an intramural team. Yeah, like a mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, uh, it's it's indoor, organized, but yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's a, the team. So I'm like, I know, I know. Deep inside me, I'm like, I can't fit that into my schedule. But I said yes, so I'm gonna do that. Okay. Uh, you know, there's uh, some uh, new business venture that's coming up and. Uh, they invited me to be part of the, the initial team. I'm like, it sounds interesting. It looks promising. Yeah. But do I have the time? Maybe not. But I said yes. So I'm making the time. You okay. know, I, I have the, the time blocked off for, for us to talk wrestling, to do the podcast. Right, uh, right. Working with the Wrestling with Unicorns. Yes. Uh, which we'll announce some of that stuff later on today. Yes. Um, cool announcement for Wrestling yeah. with Unicorns coming in this episode. So and stay tuned. And along all of that, like there, there's family and you got to make time for that. And uh, so, yeah, just adding more things to the plate. You know, life is a buffet now, I guess. It is. <laughs> um, that's a good uh, a good analogy. But like we, ha- I have a ton of notes written down here. So like we're just catching up. It's not like we haven't been watching wrestling. We're just like you said, catching up on it. Yeah. Um, so I saw some photos from... Freelance does a good job of their uh, photography. Freelance yeah. Wrestling does a good job with the photography of like getting. Um, am I talking too loud into the microphone? No, uh, no it's fine. <laughs> okay, just, I don't want to be shouting. If you hear me on some of these episodes, I'm like, I'm muffled because I'm like, I either have the microphone too close or my uh-huh. voice is just like way too loud. So let me know. All right, I'll if let that you happens. know. <laughs> um, We're good. But I saw some pictures from it. It looked like a lot of fun. Uh, and those shows usually are. I saw some good pictures of like GPA and Kylie Ray right. the tag team. They did the tag team, and this was the show with uh, Space Monkey and versus Stevie. Stevie right? How was that? Do you remember a lot of that match? Uh, it was a while ago, yeah. but um, it was good. I remember it was it was tons of fun. Oh, they did that opening because uh, it was around Halloween. Mm-hmm. So during that show, the they did an opening uh, scramble of costume scramble it match? was like a royal rump or battle royal or battle royal like something yeah. yeah with everyone who dressed up as a different character yeah and what's his name um he came out as stevie fears the brandon right brandon the yeah. ring guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh it was so funny it was it was really good i really enjoyed that i saw that in the images too or in uh-huh. like the photos too um so like that it was kind of able to recap at least some of that show based on like the photo album that they put up on facebook um, they're very active on their Facebook page, so go check out Freelance Wrestling on Facebook. It's a good way to connect and see match announcements. Um, and we streamed, uh, well, well to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Freelance yes. streamed the, the, the scramble, the, the original kickoff scramble that they yeah, normally yeah. go with. Yeah, they're giving away free scramble matches, which are yeah. always like a ton of fun. So even if you can't make the show and like, you know, for whatever reason, you can mm-hmm. check out a free six-man scramble. And we always talk about Fridays. how it's always a good way to kick off a show, so... Yeah, it's definitely enjoyable. I agree. Um, so that looked cool, looked fun. I'm looking where I'm going to the one uh, the show on November. Um, crap, I was just looking at it. Yeah, seventeenth, mm-hmm. um, which is called Freelance Things. It's a play off of Stranger Stranger Things, things yeah. which is like the hottest 
Within the past month, if you're a brand and you haven't like done a playoff of Stranger Things, you're like not right. You like don't have a social media department that um, everyone is capitalizing on it, which they should be. I have not watched the Str- Stranger Things at all. Not season one. Not season one. Not season, not season two. two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and and I said this to people because I've watched it uh-huh. and and I enjoyed it, but it's not like the greatest thing. Like, oh my god, it's Stranger Things, and I'm gonna you know become a fan, and I'm I can't wait for season three. Like, it's a good thing to watch, but the, to me, there was nothing special about Ooh, it. You're just like I'm like okay, it's yeah, like okay. Like, I need some background stuff to watch while I'm working. Like that's you do. I feel like you do that a lot. I I I just You're started. Okay. I just started. Um, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Like Ooh, I have that's that. a slippery slope, my friend. Well, you could get caught up into it. Too yeah, much. and there's a lot too. There's no, like yeah. a lot of seasons. Like I've watched that before. Like oh, I've, okay, but I I just need something in the background to you know to have while while working. Okay. Um, but yeah, Stranger Things is one that I watched that way. Like, I'm like I, for example, House of Cards is one that I, I really love and, and I can't like I can be working while watching that okay uh, The Walking Dead I really enjoy that so I gotta kind of pay attention to that I got a bone to pick with The Walking Dead really bro the last I haven't seen the last episode so mm-hmm. don't spoil anything for me not that I even give a shit anymore it was it's honestly I could say that that Game of Thrones is probably my favorite show of all time like Breaking Bad's up there right mm-hmm. um, I really up like there. I probably really like The Walking Dead it because of the i'm a huge zombie like lover for zombie fans okay or zombie like games movies like i grew up playing resident evil too mm-hmm. um i don't know what happened in the first one i think i missed that one but the second one was on the on this it was on the playstation but it was on i played it on the 64 okay and that was like one of my favorite memories growing up playing 64 was resident evil 2 mm-hmm. and plus all the other games that golden eye uh, mario kart racing etc but um that game was just fantastic, and I've just always been just a fan of like the zombie genre. You could mm-hmm. say it's like when The Walking Dead came out, I was like, "This is so cool!" It's like the they're doing it if if like a zombie apocalypse happening today, they're doing it's like the most modern day realistic version of it, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, but I think the show needed to wrap up like two seasons ago. Yeah, I'll give you that. You yeah. know, it's like it's it's redundant now. They're dragging it out. It's like who who's now gonna be the fuck up that's gonna make things yeah, complicated? Exactly. Like, oh, I feel like they've repeated storylines. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, I think that's kind of is that kind of yeah. what you're yeah, getting yeah. at? Mm-hmm. Um, and they you and they they use a lot of that like babyface logic where it's um, it's almost like you want to give the heel a chance, but then the heel like still screws mm-hmm. them. Over. Like they keep repeating that same. So mistake. I watched the I think the so the the recent season just started and I watched all three episodes like all, the ones that are out. I right. watched them. I think within two days or so, because I didn't watch them, you know, as they were coming out. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I mean, right now that you were like baby face and heels, like there's a heel trend coming up. I don't know if you saw that already. Is it Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. Did he, he like turns? <laughs> well, no, he's not a complete, you know, turn, but it's like, really, bro? Like you guys gone through all this shit. Now you gone and fuck things up. Because he like wants to save everyone, right? Yeah. He doesn't want to start killing when, you know, dude with the, stick what's his name uh, morgan morgan right he, he's been my favorite so far because he is relentless right so yeah. now he's like all right i'm on board fuck it we gotta kill we gotta survive <laughs> know. you know after you know not wanting to do anything like that and now jesus is the one that's like well yeah they you know they gave up their weapons they surrendered and i think yeah rick's uh rick's group has gone through that 
But now Rick's group is at the point where they can't trust anyone. Right. But Jesus hasn't gone through as much stuff as Rick, in my opinion. They need Austin to do a, an appearance and just DTA. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm the captain of the Titanic when I'm watching the show. Like I'm just going out with the ship. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like. I just got to do it. We've been here so long. Might as well just, you know, write it out. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? What were we even talking about? Oh, uh, so we were talking about Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Margaret, you're a huge fan of Stranger Things, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Margaret loves it. What do you like about it? The nostalgia. The nostalgia. Because you said it feels... Like I grew up on like, watching like, the Goonies and E.T. and it like, feels kind of like... It feel, like a mix of the Goonies uh, and E.T. Yeah, and it was like Stand By Me. And Stand By Me. Okay. 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 She likes she likes little uh, chubby kids too. Is there <laughs> little chubby kids in there? No. Never mind. That's just what Margaret I, likes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So freelance things. Freelance. It's a play off of that, mm-hmm. and they're doing a Survivor series. Oh, are they? They're doing a Survivor series. Uh, they we. I don't know how you didn't see. No, on Twitter. I have not. I've been so bad with social media. I think the only time I got on on Twitter was during the thirty for thirty. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I think that's a good thing, though. Mm -hmm. So, like, don't say like I've been bad. I think that's a good thing. Like, less social media. Everyone could probably use a little bit less. Well, I mean, when I say social media, I guess mainly on Twitter. Like, you know, I do check Facebook here and there. Um, so that's where I also kind of like, I kind of know what's happening and what did I miss on raw or if there's something I should watch on SmackDown and the whole Chris Jericho thing. Like a lot of things have happened. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Like I mean, a lot of things have happened and I, and I know that they happened, but I just haven't had the time to really sink in and yeah. So the shout out to freelance and AEW who's been like uh, tagging us in their picture tweets because it's fantastic. Yep. Because um, then we get to see who's interacting with these tweets and it helps our account grow and you know um, we can comment and know when all the match announcements are coming up. They're doing a well because now we have a section on our site where we update the cards as the cards are announced. That's, that's very true. Two years in face dot com. Had a lot has been going on. We 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 don't have really any. We're going to Zello Pro today. We're recording on a Sunday. We that's the only upcoming show we have in there right now. But past Chicago wrestling shows, and we'll talk about some that we've been to because I recently just went to Shimmer on November 11th. Um, you know, there's a bunch of cards in there. We got some notes sent to us from a fan. Yeah, his name is Dave. Shout out to Shy Dave um, on Twitter, who sent us notes for AW Rise of the Dragon in LaSalle. He made the trip down there. Right with a uh, what was the main event there? Uh, ult- I think Ultimate Dragon. It was the Ultimate Dragon. He teamed yeah. up with, uh, what one of the OI four Ks was. Well, why don't we go, let's let's click into the into the thing we got. Right, uh, so we go to twoheelsandface.com. Twoheelsandface.com. You click, click the past shows, past Chicago wrestling shows. There, Chicago. Gotta right. get those keywords in there, yeah, dog. That's right. Um, uh, at shy dave twenty one on Twitter. Shout out to him. Said the best matches were Star and Cobb. So wrestling. Versus the Monster Mafia, which is Ethan Page and Josh Alexander. Okay. Was the best match of the car, of the night. AR Fox versus Austin Theory was number two. Austin Theory. I've been hearing a lot about him lately on Twitter. Have you? Um, well, when I go in, since I haven't been there so much. <laughs> but uh, I know that, like, I saw somebody, because I know we had seen him, like, back-to-back shows a couple months ago. Yep. Um, and we, he caught our attention. So when I saw somebody like, oh, Austin Theory should be, you know, something big in the next few years. 
Like it caught my eye. So okay, Shout you out heard to it me. here first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the third best was DJ DJ Z versus Myron Reed. Um, the main event was Phoenix and Elgin against Callahan and Ultimo Dragon. Okay. So he teamed up with Callahan, which is usually like I feel like Callahan would wrestle Ultimo Dragon. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was the main event. Um, so you can go to, to see the rest of the results, you can go to our website, hit past Chicago wrestling shows tab. It'll be there. And I'm sure I believe we have a uh, link to, uh, buying the DVD or the, not yet. MP4. Um, just because it wasn't out it's yet. Not out yet? No. Okay. Smartmarkvideo.com, uh, awondemand.com. Um, you know, you can rent shows too on awondemand.com. No. Which I thought is just like a genius idea. It's like the most, the least amount of effort, and like there's no excuse not to watch a show. Yeah, if you could rent it, if yeah. you can mm-hmm. rent it, mm-hmm. and it's two dollars. Oh well, okay. Which I think is a great idea. Like there's no, there's no excuse that anyone can make mm-hmm. to not spend two dollars. You probably get it for like twenty four hours, maybe. I'm assuming. Okay. I don't know how long like you can rent. I mean, it for. but if if you're like, okay, I'm gonna watch this show, like, yeah, pay my two dollars and then I'll go watch it now, like, or I'll pay until I'm ready. But two dollars doesn't sound crazy and no. it sounds really flexible so that's it's it's just, so yeah yeah it's so affordable it's so convenient um so go do that i don't know if the show the show will be up there fairly soon um if it's not already um so what were we talking about uh, <laughs> well wrestling <laughs> well uh, uh the dave he shared the results prior yes. to that we're talking uh uh freelance things oh yes uh freelance wrestling freelance mm-hmm. things um, they're doing a, they're doing a, a team Stevie, versus team what? Team Shug. Oh, that, that's interesting. Who do you know? Do we know who's on uh, each team? Yeah, we got we got we got them. Um, we've been tagged in many many a tweet. Um, I'm not logged into the right one yet. Okay. Um, Ethan Page is on team Stevie. Um, who else? Uh, Corbin. Okay. Is on Team Stevie. Uh, Kobe Durst, which is good to see like Kobe Durst yeah. in a main event. That'll probably be the main event, right? Here it is. Team Stevie. Steve Fierce, Ethan Page, Kobe Durst, Darren Corbin. It's 4v4. Okay. Team Shug is Shug D, Space Monkey, Rob Matter, GPA. Okay. that's. And this is the show with those Lucha guys on there. Oh, um, DTU, I believe it's, it's the, the I think promotion. it's DTP. Would have mm. to look. Oh no, it's DTU. You're right. Yeah, DTU. Um, DTU Lucha Profesional Mexicana. It's a promotion that they've partnered with. Yeah. Uh, well, Mad Nix and Stevie were over there uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, they made their uh, DTU debut. Right. Uh, looks like it's a tag team match with two of the guys from DTU. Two of the Luchadors, Drastic Boy and Crazy Boy. Okay. Do you know them? No, I don't. So two new masks you can scope out <laughs> <laughs> against DJ Z and Gringo Loco. Gringo Loco has been around. Like he's been showing up to uh, freelance a lot, which is cool. I'd and make I a solid wager that there's going to be some flippy shit in that match. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> um, the si- the the six man scramble has been relabeled to the holy shit scramble. Oh, okay. I don't know a lot of these guys. Cyclope, Reed Bentley, CJ Esparza. You know okay, him? Yeah, from Zero G. Yeah. Brett Guy Kia, the other guy. Okay. 
the other zero G guy. So they're in the match, but they're not together on the mm, team. Interesting. It's every man for themselves. And John Wayne Murdoch. Should I say holy shit? Uh, yeah, holy shit scramble. And Miedo Extremo. Miedo Extremo. Extreme fear. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of those guys are DTU. I think that would probably make sense. Maybe, yeah. Maybe some are DTU guys. I'd uh, have to look at like their entire roster, you know? Right. Just to see. Um, it may, oh, DTU retweeted that one, so I would think some of those guys are DTU guys. Cool. Did you get to see, um, and I don't know if you guys are aware, um, Matt Nix uh, releases uh, like the Matt Nix Diaries. The Matt Nix Show. Matt Nix Show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did one for when he went over to a DTU. Yep. Um, it was pretty funny. Um, what happened? I think it was, where were they at? Uh, I want to say Tampico, Mexico is when the, where the show was at. Is that where they baked um, the orange juice? Just kidding. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tampico, okay. Um, but no, it was it was funny, like just see them like because uh, they, they had like a who I think it was a habanero. Um they were trying to Pepper? see Yeah. And I think Nix and somebody else like ate a habanero to see like how hot it was. Um so they had a little <laughs> competition. Yeah. Um they fed some you know, raccoons in the beach. Oh, I saw that. That mm-hmm. was freaking me out. <laughs> I don't um, know how they did. I, I no, no. I mean, like, the, if I saw a raccoon, even if the raccoons look friendly, I think I'd pass on that. Yeah, <laughs> like claws and diseases, and they're you know. they're just like squirrels, I guess. I don't know. They're lar- They're much larger. <laughs> and no, uh, I would not. I would not feed raccoons. Yeah. But hey, I think they survived. So no rabies. Yeah. So that's that's cool for uh, underground that they're. Uh, being represented outside of the U.S. Yeah. Um, what else is coming up? Um, so that's all. Well, there's all Pearl show today. It has Cortez Castro on it, which that's is cool. That's right. Yeah. That's that's and Lucha Underground season four has been uh, announced. Been approved. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta catch up. I need to make a like a like a diligent. I just need to save up. I got to go to one of those tapings. (laughs) You put our name in there in like the hat, Um, right? Do we need to do that again? uh, Well, how they've been doing it in the past is they'll send a tweet out and saying, you know, we're we're accepting, uh, you know, requests now. So when the tweet goes out, they they give you like a 15 minute window and you have to kind of see it and send out an email with your info. And that then, quick, huh? Yeah, and then they'll reply to you within 24 hours if you made it or if you didn't. And it's per show? Um, they usually will do, like, okay, right now we're going to be, you know, taking a request for, you know, a Saturday show. And then, you know, later on that day, they'll do a request for a Sunday show. So, you know, once one went out, another one's going to come out soon, too. It's probably one tweet per show. So, yeah, or, like, taping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, they'll just, like I said, they'll let you know, like, oh, you got standing room or you're on this side. So when you get there, you know, um, you check in and all that stuff. So, right. yeah. I need to get back in my full-time workforce so I can afford a Cali trip and yeah. see some. Spirit Airlines, dude. I don't know. I don't fly much, but. You like you like Spirit? Yeah, I mean. Why? I guess because I don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I think like Southwest I've, is I've the best. Taken, yeah, I've taken Southwest, and it's yeah. nice and all. And, yeah, like, some people complain about Spirit, but I'm like, dude, like, I'm going to go for a day to fucking Lucha Underground. Like, so. Is it just cheap, Spirit? Yeah, I think uh, last time I went in December um, for season two, maybe. Okay. And uh, that was, I ended up paying, like, maybe 70 bucks for the round trip. 
No way. Yeah. Holy crap. And and you know you normally when holy you, shit holy shit for real mm-hmm. like I think I got the tickets on a Wednesday and the show was on Saturday so I had to like buy them quickly okay so yeah I mean and I only took a book bag with me and I have a buddy out there so you know I'm I have a place to crash nice so that's cool very cost effective yeah um, yeah so that's happening um, I don't I don't know uh, my friend Greg who I went to Shimmer with yesterday. Um, he has a flight and a ticket to Wrestle Kingdom. Oh shit! Okay, in January. Damn. Well, I mean, you would expect that from Greg. Right? I would expect He's... that from Greg, but I'm so hyped. The, are you I'm not go? even going. I'm not going, but I'm hyped. Are you? Are you, are you trying to go? No, I'm not considering to go. it. No. No. Remotely, maybe. If I had more bit? money, mm-hmm. uh, remotely, I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably stay up. To watch you it, yeah. you have to watch mm-hmm. it. Maybe we could do something like that where we like have. What about caffeine party? <laughs> <laughs> caffeine party. We can't. We can't do depressants. Right. Right. Or maybe we'll do a mix. Got to stay high. Uppers and downers. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, we got to stay. You know, I'm gonna need like Monster Energy drinks to watch that or something like that. Right. Uh, but the card is shaping up to be great. The card is obviously Jericho and Omega. Right. Naito and Okada is a main event. Um, uh, code. I think they're doing Cody and Ibushi for the Ring oh. of Honor World Title. Okay, which is really cool. Um, if Cody still has it, which he probably will. Um, they're doing. Oh, they're doing Tanahashi versus Jay White. I'm not sure. Like, mm. I haven't seen a lot of Jay White. Right. Um, just because he's mostly Ring of Honor. Um, but um. I think that, like, Greg was telling me that one lacks a little bit of star power, but he thinks it's going to be really good because mm-hmm. Jay White is, like, Jay White's good, just not enough people know about him yet, I think, kind of. Um, and they're doing a Fatal 4-Way Osprey versus Skrull versus Hiromu Takahashi versus um, Kushida. Oh, shit, okay. For the Junior Heavyweight Championship, which is going to be insane in the membrane. Yeah. Like There's gonna this, be spots. I mean, I, I didn't know many matches. Like, I just knew obviously the the Jericho match. Um, but like that sounds awesome. Like, yeah, like just those like out, matches yeah. right there sound really good. And then I'm sure the rest of the card. Well, and and this isn't this like a four hour show? Oh yeah, it's like super long. Like probably closer to five. Yeah, I mean, like kind of like WrestleMania is now. But True. like this is like more wrestling. Yeah. Instead of like, like yeah. even the though rock it's maybe coming the out, same, yeah. lighting something on fire, and then rock right. bottom and Eric Rowan and that taking like <laughs> 30 minutes. Right, for a 30 second match. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's less shenanigans. Yeah. And it's more uh just regular wrestling. Um Margaret, do you need something to drink? She's yelping, bro. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> the Yelp grind never sleeps. Uh, that's really all I'm kind of looking forward to. It's up like the shows that we're going to, um, we're going to an AEW show. I think it's called unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about some stuff that happened recently. The nature boy 30 for 30. Yeah. Do you watch that? I watched that. How'd, what'd you think, man? Lay, it um, on me. Lay the hot it, takes. So I, so I liked it. It was good. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it, but I had also listened to the JR podcast he did with um, the producer of the Thirty for Thirty, so a lot of the things they kind of spoiled a lot of things. Rory, Rory Camp, yeah, or, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember, like I, you know, I don't remember his name, but yes, that was him. Um, Names are not a strong suit. 
Well, I mean, did they actually say his name in the... Oh, yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, well they well, did like during... Yeah, I figured out his name watching it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, he was on the JR podcast and they... It's actually Rory Karp. There you go. Excuse me. Go ahead. They um they spoiled a lot of things, like not in a bad way, but like when things were happening in the 30 for 30, it's like, oh yeah, they talked about this. Oh yeah, they talked about this. So I kind of had already... Um, I wasn't thinking that it was going to be like that, but it's like just because I had listened to that, maybe because I listened to that the day before or earlier that day, it was so fresh in my mind where it's like, oh, they talked about this and this is going to happen next. Oh, okay. So, so it kind of spoiled it for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, but regardless, like it was it was really well put together. I really enjoy the fact that like for the stuff that um, I don't know if it was like WWE or they didn't have footage or like they would do the story with the cartoonish kind of comic book like scenes. To yeah, fill in the gaps. yeah, that like, was, I that was uh, a really nice touch. You like that? Yeah. I thought uh, I've read some criticism on it. And, really? Like, yeah. And some people, some uh, people who like write or are journalists for a living, uh-huh. um, they said that that was like a down. They said that they should have shown, obviously, like not footage of Ric Flair talking to the sports like psychologist, but like they they probably should have gotten more footage mm, okay. instead of like using those illustrations. They but just sometimes like, like the gap, kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. But sometimes those illustrations are like of like personal stories, so like that yeah. makes sense to use an illustration, like the one where. Him and Jr. went to go just have like a casual beer at the mm-hmm. at the hotel bar, and it ended up turning into like a rager because Ric Flair made it that way. Yeah. Um. So like, how you can't have like, who's filming that? Right. Right. At the time. I mean, and and you as a fan, as a wrestling fan, and you know Jr. telling you that story or whoever you telling you, like you could picture that, but those who are not and don't know kind of Ric Flair's history that much or whatnot, it might be hard to picture. So. Like, it's a nice illustration. Of- yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I wish that it was three and a half hours long, though. Yeah, I wanted it to be longer. Yeah. Um, some of the criticisms I've read, these are not my own. These are just okay. some criticisms that I've read. Like, they left a lot of things out. So it's like, and then that's it, it's hard to tell so much well, I think, in an uh, hour and a half. In, in that uh, podcast with JR, he's like, they interviewed like 40 people, and only like, you know, half of them make, made it to the actual, um, the final version of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like it would be... You could probably make another one, right? Right, or release mm-hmm. a special edition 30 by 30, you know, Blu-ray, DVD. They whatever. might, like... And then, sure. then everybody else is going to come out on that one. Right. Um, I've heard, like, some... I read some stories about Ric Flair, like, throwing his his, his Gucci or his uh, Rolex watch into, like, a plate of spaghetti, only to, like, have to fish it out of the garbage can the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I guess he threw it down, and he's like, "I got fourteen of these back in my room," even though he didn't. Like, cause some mm-hmm. of the stuff he lived that lifestyle, but like some of it was kind of a lie too, right? Like he was a living, a lie. living the gimmick. He like, was living yeah. the gimmick, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I mean, Ric Flair did. Ric Flair the gimmick did live that lifestyle, but like there's some stories too where like he, Ric Flair the gimmick kind of faked that lifestyle in a way too. Like Ric Flair was broke at one point because he spent so much money. And there was a story that said like he drew, he paid like a a kid like twenty five dollars to like drive his limo around for the day, oh wow, with him in it. So like there's some mm-hmm. stories like that that kind of uh, showed you that yeah he was always in char- he w- there was no difference between the real person and the character, but like even the character too was yeah. a front in itself because he couldn't deliver on some of these high rolling promises sometimes. 
Right. He, he did what he could to just kind of, you know, give the appearance that. Right. It was just all, sust- it's all sustaining an appearance, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Smoke and mirrors, bro. Yeah. Um, and he just had, he had no, he had like what he, I don't think he know, know, knew like what was real and what wasn't. Like yeah. There was no difference. Um, it was really cool to like see that. And I, I thought it was, I think it had like, I've read somewhere or saw a tweet that it had, I think the highest ratings for 30 for 30 ever, oh. or like one of the highest. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So like even casual fans, like casual fans know Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, people who aren't even wrestling fans like know who Ric Flair is. So you're, you're attracting all of those people. Yeah. Into the product. Um, it's cra- the cra- crazy the stuff with like, it's crazy that Charlotte turned out to be so good because right, we, she had no parental mm-hmm. guidance. Right. Um, and it sucks that his his son suffered the ultimate fate, but like Ric Flair is in denial of all those, yeah, of all those things. Um, and I, I I learned recently that denial is not like like if you're in denial, you don't know something is ha- you don't like. It's not like you know that's happening, but refuse to acknowledge it. It's like you're, it's a defense mechanism where your brain doesn't acknowledge, that doesn't it know that it's happening. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't know. But it's like, it's, it's like your brain is like sheltering you from this harsh existence. So it's like, you know, it's not, it, it, it's like a little, it's like, it gives me a little bit of sympathy about denial and mm-hmm. like Ric Flair's denial, but also like, it was a lot of bad stuff that happened. Right. And, and one of the things that I noticed is that they didn't, uh, or, I didn't feel like they didn't touch enough on, on now the new Ric Flair, right? The one that's like, okay, I'm not drinking. I recognize that I'm an alcoholic. Like, I had this problem, um, you know, because they did talk briefly about, oh, he got sick. He was in the hospital. He was near death. But he's okay now. Well, like, well wasn't it all it, recorded before that scare happened? Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't know if all of it was recorded already. Okay. But... I mean, they did film, you know, they showed some stuff from the hospital and, um, but it was very brief, like. Okay. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that was just another thing with like time too. Yeah, it could have been. But um, regardless, not trying to be too, you know, much of a critic, but I enjoyed it. I liked yeah, it. Absolutely. absolutely. I enjoyed it so much that I wanted it to be longer because mm-hmm. there was more to be told, right? Right. And I love the stuff with Triple H too, how Triple H is just like. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Listen yeah. to me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fantastic. We didn't talk about AEW Hell has no fury. Which did oh. you see the tweet from Danny Daniels? Uh no, which oh, one? Oh, bro. Bro. T- All right, tell me. Let me pull this up first. I gotta pull this up. It's just it's All just right. it's just that much better. Was so it before or after the show? It's after this past last show. Uh, right. So I'm gonna go to our tweets. Um and I'm going to scroll down. I retweeted a lot of stuff. Danny Daniels. So long, Burrow and Eagles Club. After 12 years of arguments, lies, and shitty rings, it's finally time to move on. No, really? And he took a selfie of him. <laughs> he took a selfie of him in the, with the sign in the background. The Eagles sign? The Eagles sign in the background. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't, that, we might have seen the last AEW show at the Burrow and Eagles Club at forever. Oh. Which is I mean, crazy. Well, I mean, the, the shittering part, like, you know, the, the show before that, like, the, the middle rope broke. They fixed it. Yeah. Well, or did what they could, put it to the bottom as a bottom rope. Yeah. And then when we were there, I remember we were also concerned, like, the, the rope still felt a little flimsy. 
They were flimsy. Yeah. And they oh, were. it was the so because it was a JLM night one when the rope break ha- when the bro- ropes broke. Yeah. Rope broke. Um, then the second night, top rope, I mentioned it seemed flimsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now when we went on uh, Heath No Fury, then yeah, we talked about the. I remember talking about the ropes and how they were flimsy. Right. Um, and it was like dangerous. And it, like Phoenix messed mm-hmm. up finish a couple times to, yeah. to that match because he couldn't like there was no give to the or there was too much give. there was the too rope. much give yeah mm-hmm. the ropes weren't tight enough so you know how he does like his bouncing Springs, things yeah yeah um but yeah let's talk about that show so we might have seen the last we are this might be the last show ever at the burrow eagles club is what right. i'm saying well which is pretty crazy because even before we started going to these shows they were running there yeah so we'll see i mean i know there's other promotions running there now with the Berwin championship wrestling and shimmer was there yeah shimmer was there um so it's definitely a a, a hub for for wrestling and, yeah and, and there's some other like one-off lucha shows i know that happened there uh but definitely AEW is the one that introduced us to the equals club at least me mm-hmm. and uh you know it was it was always a good time so i don't know if that was it if that was the last one but you know like any other show it was a great show mm-hmm. this was phil colvin's last burwin show yeah and he did the first one that was there Oh, yeah. That's Phil, right. Yeah. Phil Colvin mm-hmm. commentated. Um, so I just wanted to announce that. You okay. know, I haven't listened to a lot of his work because we're mostly live at these shows and mm-hmm. I don't watch them like on MP4 or right. DVD. But shout out to him. Um, do you have any like things that jump? We don't have to go through this whole card, obviously, because we'll put our listeners to sleep. But anything that like stuck out to you about uh, this show? I have like a ton of notes here. But so go through your notes, and that'll help me remember a little bit. Six-man scramble for a heritage title shot. Okay. Um, DJZ picks up the victory over a bunch of people. And I remember three three really, really awesome spots in this. I'm not going to go through. I'm not going to try to explain them. All right. I'm not going to try to explain them. But this is, like, this is one of the matches that's worth watching. I think DJZ could be a top player now in AEW. He's always kind of had that. Do, do you think that role play he's been like a role player right right for sure now he could be a star player he's gonna wrestle penta, penta right at at the next show and then the next show is at logan this is on 20 november 25th yep at logan square nice Auditorium. yeah i remember 25th. some things <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah do you think he he takes the victory he takes the title i don't know penta? i don't know i think that sounds it, it i mean it'll be cool i, I guess. wouldn't mind it i wouldn't mind it like it'll I, I guess I'm I'm waiting to to be surprised and whatever the the outcome is of that match I'm I'm excited. For I DJC think it's good that it's Penta. a toss up because I think Penta and DJC were were in my bracket in the JLM bracket where they were going to face off. Yeah, and they didn't. So and they didn't. So here we are. Um, that's a good. It's a good toss up. It's a good like I don't know feeling mm-hmm. for that match for sure. Um, the hooligans Russell Colt Cabana and Chuck Taylor. Um, obviously funny comedy stuff. Good to see the hooligans, hooligans back. Yep. There was a besties promo that happened where Matt Fitchett's line was, give me the damn jacket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just I, give me the damn jacket. Just give me the damn jacket. Dude, Delilah Doom is was she at Shimmer? on fire. She was at Shimmer. Mm-hmm. She just won. You know, did you know Rise happened in, uh, this past Friday at the Bergen Eagles Club, November 10th? Oh, no. She won their belt. Their the Rise belt. belt? Okay. The Phoenix. It's called the Phoenix of Rise. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. title or like you become the, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. You become an X-Men. <laughs> but she got the title. <laughs> she got the title. Um, the second taping of Shimmer, mm-hmm. she teams up with Blue Pants. Okay. Leva Bates. Mm-hmm. And wrestles Tessa Blanchard and Vanessa. Oh no, I forgot her freaking name. Oh, it's on. It's on these notes. Oh, Vanessa. Oh, I'm like, is she related to Cash's? Oh no, who's <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Craven? Okay, who is tall? Okay, like, I don't know her. Real tall. No, I right. was introduced to a lot of people. Whose names I probably don't have written down correctly. Mm-hmm. Which um, we'll do the best. Yes. To, to <laughs> uh, actually, right. Tessa Blanchard was like, in terms of storytelling, like absolutely knocked it out of the park this weekend. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll go more into that, but um, she won the Shimmer tag belts. Oh, so she has the Shimmer tag belt and the Rise and the Rise like main main title. title. Dude, she's Good on for fire. her. Yeah, she's absolutely on fire today. I think they're they're filming two more shimmers today, so she's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think she'll be at Zello. Um, but dude, she beat Veda Scott. Um, this is Greg and I. This is what Greg and I were saying about Veda Scott. Out of the two women's uh, matches, or out of the two opponents, well, out of the two women's matches, mm-hmm. sure. Like, what were you gonna say? No, no, no. I was trying to figure out what you were trying to out say. Out of the out of excuse me, out of the three main categories that you could use. Mm-hmm. you could use you don't have to everyone can judge a wrestler in a different way or like likes dislikes the three if you break down this is Bret Hart's way to break it down he does look um, promo and in ring three categories and do you think she likes the in ring like one <laughs> yes <laughs> like one through ten I think I think her look is awesome mm-hmm. I think her promo is fantastic I think that Greg got used a really good word. He said it was hesitant. Okay. Hesitant in ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little awkward. Yeah. And yeah. I there's think, a, there's a, some sort of like gap in between moves that, yeah, that, that kind of allow you to see the wheels turning in her head maybe. Right. And that's like not a great thing because mm-hmm. the choreography, like ideally, right. I'm not it a wrestler, just, but, but ideally, it, you, you want know. it to flow and not even think about what, what you're thinking about. Right. All right. You, so, so uh, as the fans, we don't notice that that gap mm-hmm. exists. Right. Right. Um, Delilah Doom wrestled her at this AEW show. And that was one of the matches, the, uh, AEW women's, uh, tournament, tournament right? championship. Dude, the, dude, the match, Possibly, possibly the match of the night was Sue Young against yeah, Kylie Ray. Yeah, Sue Young is from off the grid. Yeah, <laughs> build from off the grid. That is fantastic. I've been using that that phrase off the grid for like the past so like four years now. Uh-huh. I even have a fantasy team named off the grid. Okay, because like my friend, my friend, a couple of groups of friends that I have like know that I use that word, that uh-huh. phrase. So that was like I popped for that. Okay. Sue so Young is from off the grid. Um, ended up losing the Kylie, but this yeah. match was fantastic. Yeah, uh, the match was good. Storytelling. Um, uh, Alan, one of my friends that was there. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he he brought another friend along with who actually they both went to LaSalle, um, the show prior. Um, to seize the day. Seize the day. Yeah. Mm. 
but they hadn't seen Kylie, so once the Pokemon song came out, like they were apparently. Does you know, Alan Pokemon. play Pokemon? Uh, like I don't Pokemon? know if he plays, but I know he watched and and he likes Pokemon. So he's like, "Oh, that's a great way to get a pop." He was so excited about you know Kylie. Why don't we have him on the podcast? I've said this before. Uh, yeah, we yeah. we yeah, it's a no brainer. He should come on. Does he have? Does he? Does he have people call him Alan? Does do white guys call? Alan, Alan. Yeah, so my brother's name is Alan too. Okay, and and yeah, like so I call him Alan. Right. And, you know, and I other, I'd probably like put the Chicago A, a on and say yeah. Alan. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's just so what I want to know. It's a common thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, he he was uh he was a, a Kylie fan for sure. Um. And you know we're we're both Kylie fans, but then also the the was it both of their debut at AEW? Kylie's debut at AEW and so Su Young's AEW. I think it might have been, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it was two different characters that the, the crowd, at least the AEW loyals, had not seen, maybe. Um, I mean, because we've seen them, in, seen them in freelance and other promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I think it was a great um, a great time for them to show up in, in AEW. And uh, Kylie picks up the win, so she moves on to, to the next uh opponent in the in the bracket yeah which already happened the which, next night in the cell mm-hmm. um elgin and strickland tore the house down again mike elgin tears yeah. the house down again what did you think of the of the um fans bring the weapons dude i got hit do you remember this oh yes <laughs> explain that story uh so I, I who was it was it paco that hit uh braxton with a hockey stick or was it the other way around? I can't remember. No, it was Braxton and Paco. Right. And the, the um, what do you, I mean, I'm not into hockey terms. What's the, the bottom of the stick <laughs> called? The thing you hit the puck with. <laughs> What's that called? Is it, does that have a name? It's just part of the stick. I don't oh, know. Oh, the face of the stick? No, I don't know. But um, the thing that <laughs> the you hit the, part. the bottom part, the one that you hit the puck with, like right. flying after somebody got hit. And, and like it got, it broke into like a little sharp corner and just poked my elbow. It hit, Um, it hit the ceiling, it hit the wall above. I I didn't even see where it hit. Like I just saw it flying. And before I knew it, I got For some reason too, like you weren't in your seat. Right. I I went to go get some beers. You went to go get some beers. I was making my way back. Yeah. But you were sitting, standing there for like a little bit. So it was like almost fate that you were there. I guess. (laughs) Cause I remember you sat next to me, but you weren't Mm -hmm. sitting next to me at the time. Right. It was fate that you were there. And. (laughs) The hockey stick hit the wall and then fell on top of you, yeah. fell on your arm. Yeah, that sure hurt, dude. It was <laughs> the pointy part of it, like where it broke off. But uh, uh, that was good. Yeah, like uh, what weapon? Like there was a, a pumpkin in that match. Oh, dude, I got a list. Oh, you got a list of weapons? I got a list because this was a bring your weapons. Oh, fans bring the weapons match, dude. The notes, the notes never sleep. I'm I'm taking notes like Margaret's leaving Yelp reviews. It's yeah. just like fast and furious. I have kendo stick. Mm-hmm. Chair. <laughs> All right. Old man walker, guitar, stethoscope, empty water cooler jug attached to a pole, a bop it. The bop it, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Tennis racket, cheese grater, loaf of bread, pumpkins, hoverboard makes a brief comeback. <laughs> Hockey stick broke over Paco's back and hit the wall, then hit Chris. Oh, there you go. There it is. Pinata. Roman Reigns spear. I don't, that's, not oh, a, that's not a weapon. No, they had the <laughs> the, the fist, the right, Roman fist. Right. Braxton did his mm-hmm. uh, best impression, and the pumpkin was full of tacks. 
Yeah. There was, was like a TV monitor too. I didn't even write that one down. Oh, it was a yeah. Uh but yeah. This was it was a lot it was of a fun. fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I mean for us. <laughs> yeah. Um Trevor Lee beats Kingston. Trevor Lee joins the wrestling faction, which is great. Okay. I think I think Trevor Lee needed a uh storyline. So yeah. this gives him one. Absolutely. I didn't like the um star and cob versus oi4k match why because i don't think i think it was like a classic oi4k fight on side of the ring mm-hmm. match and it didn't play well in the cob and stars best traits okay i think that cob's best trait is his strength mm-hmm. and you can't do a lot of suplexes outside Dude, uh, what's his name? JT. Well, yeah. JT got suplex got on the chairs. chairs. Yeah. Um, but that was just one. Yeah. Um, and Star, I feel like his best trait is maybe like his talking. And you can't project a whole room if you're fighting in one section of the crowd. Right. So I, this, this, was, like, this match was not entertaining, in my opinion. I uh, think that would be the one harsh criticism. A great, great show overall. And we yeah. love AEW. That'd be the one harsh criticism of this card for me. I like the fact that they go out of the ring and it's you know why 4k fashion so okay i'm cool with it okay to each their own to each their own the besties in the world before this new champs that's right they talk to us they talk to two of us on the face they win the revolver tag champs they come to the berwin eagles club and they they win the tag belts belts. do you think we had something to do with that Uh, i'm just saying you know the path to success starts somewhere the path to success started (laughs) In the second floor of the Berwyn Eagles Club. (laughs) Across from the women's bathroom in an open area filled with junk. That's where it all starts. No, uh, we're joking. But congrats to them. Um, Hopefully they have like a really, really long, good run. Yeah. Seems like they're on the same page And it's not the first time they have the tech titles. No, and it's not. And Mm -hmm. it's not. Um, But this one, you know, I think they can do a lot of great things with this run. Yeah. I feel like the tag division is strong. Yeah. you could put a lot of people together, even singles wrestlers together, to make a good tag team and have some balling ass matches. The walking weapon was revealed as the former AEW yes. heavyweight champion. It was really cool how they did it, where mm-hmm. they did like the panning up video with him holding his wrestling headgear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone thought it was going to be Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs ended up coming out later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the walking weapon spoiled those uh i think it maybe it spoiled nathan beebs <laughs> his prediction a little bit well what's it uh nathan's wrestling review nathan's wrestling review is that an i, w- I wish there'd be an actual website uh well we'll talk to marty and sarah and they'll link us with nathan and we or like they need to link that back to their own site <laughs> nathan's wrestling review.com um the ropes here the ropes did not do this match justice uh, right. because like the 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 finish what i think was like a oh it was a mexican against a canadian mhm so it was a mexican canadian destroyer oh okay yeah and then the two words col- the two words collide two worlds collide uh but yeah the ropes didn't help it didn't, phoenix didn't do like his jumping off the rope stuff i thought this match was fine um after it jimmy jacobs comes out and i don't know a lot about him Right, mm-hmm. because we weren't going to AEW when he was right wrestling, but I immediately like really liked him. Mm-hmm. Here's the reason why I really like Jimmy Jacobs. 
I think it takes a lot of like self acceptance mm-hmm. to call yourself a princess mm-hmm. and still sound cool. Yeah, he can do that. He sure can. Yeah, He's calling yourself a princess isn't the most manly thing, right? But it really works for him. So like his his uh, comfort comfortability with like then the eyeliner he mm-hmm. does like his and paints nails like he does like yeah. that he's comfortable with his feminine side and that's ty- that's uh, that kind yeah, of gimmick I, yeah I don't know the the gimmick much but what I've seen like he's comfortable and, and everything makes sense it doesn't seem forced or no like oh I'm trying to be this you know like portray this character like no this is who you are and this is like it's believable you don't have to think about like because you know when you watch some wrestlers or when you're watching something like you see that it's it just doesn't fit with the person like like you are you are playing a character mm-hmm. right but with with him he's just like that's Jimmy Jacobs and, right. and and yeah like so and I like that phrase that I always, I'm the princess because I always get what I want uh-huh. so that's like that makes sense mm-hmm. you know um, or the zombie princess as he is um, so he comes out this is the house that Jimmy Jacobs built and Daddy's home I mean. Jimmy Jacobs had his banner up. He's on, on the, he, yeah. He's, he's like on a, the alumni, AEW alumni board. Yeah, that's kind of like their Hall of Fame, probably. Uh huh. Um, that's not what they said. That's just what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's gonna wrestle Ray Phoenix at the next show. That should be good. Um, and just you know, quick little side note. I'm super happy about the Walking Weapon. Um, just because I know, um, like he was the guy I saw wrestle at AEW versus Samoa Joe on my first AEW show. Oh yeah. Um. But I was that, that at Berwyn? Yeah, that was a Berwyn. Okay. Uh, I know he had, uh, you know, visa issues, and that's why he couldn't come to the U.S. So I don't know who's sponsoring him or what was the work around that stuff. So right. anytime I see any that that type of stuff, where like, all right, you're cool to come back in, and, and they're gonna let you work and stuff like that. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to touch on Power Struggle really quick. Power Struggle was New Japan show. Okay. Their most recent. I just want to say, if you were to check these matches out. Here's why you should and why. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Dragon Lee and Teton, also spelled Titan. Okay. <laughs> Titan. Titan. Uh, wrestled the Young Bucks. Dragon Lee's awesome. I want to see him live. Um, that was a good uh, good kind of like, I think that was like early on the card. It might have been like the first or second match. Okay. A uh, really good tag match to start. Um, the Young Bucks have a double submission move called this uh, oh the cease and desist the cease and desist yeah or the i think it's the cease uh, the announcer was saying the seas i think oh no. no i think it's cease and desist cease and desist yeah, yeah, yeah. cease and desist shut up charlie exactly <laughs> um it's a it's a sharpshooter and crossface yeah. combination um that was cool that was funny uh, they also have a move called the Indie Taker, which I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I've, it's like a version of the Meltzer Driver. Uh huh. But I don't think like a flip is involved. Oh, okay. It's kind of like the Tombstone mm-hmm. uh, springboard thing. Um, Yano, Toriano, and Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki, had a bull rope match, but the the you, it's pinner submission. It's not like you touch oh, the four corners. Mm-hmm. Really, like Yano was getting dragged like around. Mm-hmm. on the ground really really funny um i would go check that match out um Skrull and osprey this is for the junior heavyweight championship the chemistry that these two have is really really good um and i actually like the finish of it i won't spoil um and then omega russell trent beretta 
and that well, after that match is when the Jericho thing happened. Oh, okay. Um, that match is real. Trent Pareta can hold his own. Yeah. Um, I've not. I haven't seen like much of his singles work because he's like with Chuck Taylor or he's Rapungi Vice. Or, right. Like, Did you see when he came to AEW as a singles wrestler? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't think I saw that match. I don't. I haven't seen. Yeah, any I think of it was singles. against. Uh, I want to say Trevor Lee, but okay. could have been against Hero. I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, um, that was good. And they had some extra, some really good table spots in that match, which is just like in New Japan, there's like no DQs. Mm-hmm. Or it's kind of. I guess it's up to the referee's discretion, but the, I've ne- I, I've watched like this, now I'm getting to the point where like I kind of am picking up on trends that New Japan does because I've watched so much. Mm-hmm. Like they have a lot of pointless tag matches. Okay. Um, because they're so faction heavy. They have well, they have like four or five factions, I see, but these yeah. factions have like nine people in them mm-hmm. per faction. And we, I've had a conversation with that about how I think some like aren't very unified mm-hmm. because like they're so they're so deep and like and just like little nitpicky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's good when you have a faction where it's a faction, but yet you get to be your own character at times and just kind of go through your own thing. But you're still part of. See, I think that's like a fine. You got that's a fine line you got to walk though, because like you could even argue right now, mm-hmm. just because of like there could be like two bullet clubs right now. There's like the the the, the elite side, mm-hmm. which is like Omega, the Bucks, Cody, Skrull, and Paige. I would even limit it to the elite being just the or Bucks that. And, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Correct. You could just do the elite, then the guys who are like hang hang out with it because you like you. Just, I just never see a lot. I don't watch all of their stuff mm-hmm. but I just, and then like there's the other side of like of all these other bullet club people that you kind of forget about like tama tonga and tonga right. loa mm-hmm. they're part, like fale like they're part so, of the bullet club. um in a in an indie sense um shigi um irie irie yeah yeah he's part of the four um oi4k oh right right like he even has a um his singlet now has the OI4K design in the back. Really? Yeah. So I've seen him wrestle with it, but I mean, we still don't, you know, we don't see him all the time with the OI4K. Yeah, that's a little different though, because those guys, like if you're, those guys do a lot more different shows than like. That's true. Like if you, like Ring of Honor or New Japan is a majority of those those people's schedules. Mm -hmm. You know, because like, they're ex- I think you have exclusive to some extent. Yeah. Like, um, obviously, like, there's some there's some shows that you can wrestle on that are not, like, Will Ospreay wrestles on other shows, I feel. I think he does. Like, he does one-offs. Naito's doing one-offs, right? Yeah. Um, We're going to go see Naito. Yep. And so, but I think, like, I just think the, I think the OI4K example that you said is, like, it's a good example, but they're they're a lot more fragmented. Yeah. Than, no, I can see what you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um but uh, yeah, so there's some pointless tags, and then I feel like they need to. New Japan needs to get a little bit creative of like how people challenge other people. A majority of the time, it's a person wins a match and they have a belt, and then like a, the next guy who has like sort of a reason, maybe like the next challenger has mm-hmm. beat this champion in the past in like a non-title match or something. So it's like they they just kind of bring that. There's si- there's simple mm-hmm. reasons, which is good, but I feel like they just go. Like is this? You feel like it's a repetitive formula. I feel like it's a repetitive formula. Whereas, like something would like Cody did when he challenged Okada at the the thing that took place in California, mm-hmm. the show. 
Like he ambushed him at like they have like these press conferences. New right. Japan. Yeah. He mm-hmm. ambushed him at that, spit water on him. That was different than just like coming out to the ring and be like, I want right. to challenge you, you know? So like look like more stuff like that, like more unique stuff like that. And it doesn't have to be that often, but it could like, you know, it's just like I don't want to I sometimes I don't want to know where the next challenger is coming from. And so right. just like okay. waiting. It's like, okay, who's coming through the curtain after this mm-hmm. match, you know? Um that's some nitpicky stuff. But yeah, Power, Str- Power Struggle was a B show. Um so a, a, a air quotes B show. So not the Okada didn't. Okada was in the one of those pointless tags, so he didn't even he didn't even wrestle a singles match for okay. the belt. So the main event was Abushi versus Tanahashi for the for the Intercontinental. Really good match. Um, Tanahashi like it's cool because he's and he's like the John Cena of New Japan, mm-hmm. but like not as hated by uh, some fans because okay. he wins a lot. Um, but he does like movies and stuff too over there. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. Know that. And he was, he was like, in a non heelish way, he was like working on a boot, like targeting Abushi's knee. Mm-hmm. So it's like, think about it like a uh, baby face targeting someone's knee, but not doing like doing it. It's looked at and looked upon as tactical instead of dirty. Yeah. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. No, yeah. So like, sense. that was an interesting part. And he does, he does, uh, a frog splash as his finisher, but it's called the high fly flow. Mm-hmm. And like, he always does it to the outside where the person's standing and it looks really, really good. And he nails it every time, yeah. every time that I've seen, he nails it. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to watch Pollard struggle, I'd say watch those watch like those. four or five matches. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's some other stuff sprinkled in there. Uh, so for sure. Talk about that. I hope it didn't bore you too much with that. No, no, no. It's good. I mean, I, I have not watched much of the new Japan stuff. I, I still have, you know, to get on that uh, bandwagon, I have not subscribed to the I to got their the network. Login, bro. I know you have, have the login. login. Um, I went to Shimmer, right? And you said it was it was pretty long, dude. It was great. I just like I sat through two shows. Completely mm-hmm. worth it. So if you break it down, it's thirty bucks a show. I was sat in the second row. Hundred mm-hmm. percent worth your your money. And if you have the time, hundred percent worth your time. Yeah, I had that. I didn't have a lot going on yesterday. But it was just very, very long. Yeah. Two thirty to nine thirty I watched wrestling in and the Burman Eagles Club. For a minute I thought you were watching WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um I said I went with Greg though, so we had a great time. Uh so highlights from that. Mm-hmm. Well we you touched a bit on uh on Doom. Oh no, that was the Rice show. You didn't go to that. That was Friday. But she won the tag match. But she won. The so tag like match. the two shows played. They had. This is my favorite storyline of the two shows. The two shows was, it was Tessa Blanch, Tessa Blanchard, and uh, Vanessa Cravens mm-hmm. was the were the tag champs. Okay. And they're like, they were doing a storyline where Vanessa, um, Vanessa is getting like bullied and bossed around by Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. to the point where Tessa Blanchard is like a really annoying, like hateable heel. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, why aren't you doing this? You should be doing that. Like things like that. Uh, I believe the first, like the f- night or sh- taping one was the Lala doom against Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think doom ended up rolling her up for the win. Then they were beating, da- they were beating like down Delilah doom and, uh, blue pants came out oh, to okay. save the day. So the next show was a tag team match. Mm hmm. Tessa and that's when, Vanessa versus, um, and that uh, do, or do it was called Zoom and Doom was their team name. Oh, okay, Zoom and Doom. So they ended up winning that match. Um, it was like the choreography of it could have been a little better, but it was like I it gave me that that 
a baby face feeling at the end where it's like these people finally did it kind of. Yeah. Um, and then Vanessa like shoves Tessa at the end because she's just like had enough with her. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the tapings today was Tessa versus Vanessa. So like, Oh, okay. So, Vanessa, so yeah, like, it's all following that storyline of, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was really cool to see that. Um, that to me was like the best storyline that kind of took place over the two shows. Okay. Um, Soraya Knight wrestled on both shows. Oh, okay. That's Paige's mom, right? Paige's mom. Mm-hmm. She, she, yeah, she's as brutal as they say that she is. She does a really good job of being very intimidating. Mm. Like I wouldn't want to, when she's walking by me, if I was in the front row, like I wouldn't stand up and say anything to her uh-huh. cause I'd probably get slapped. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone, there's like a lot of people on that shimmer roster that are especially kind of the baby faces that are, uh, which is good. I'm not saying this is bad, but they use like their energy mm-hmm. and they're like a little, uh, peppy you could say. And she's like the exact opposite. So she's like the balance of all of that. Okay. Um, she ended up wrestling Nicole, Nicole Savoy mm-hmm. the second show. I forgot about this. I just popped into my head. And there was a legitimate, Soraya Knight legitimately uppercutted Savoy in her baby maker. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd, the crowd popped so hard for that. It was like a big, oh. Because uh-huh. um, you'd like, Nicole Savoy was in the turnbuckle mm-hmm. and Soraya like lifted her leg up mm-hmm. with one hand and with the other hand just uppercut boop, <laughs> right there yes uh. um and they were like they kept slapping each other in the stomach mm-hmm. when like one would have Soraya would have Savoy Nicole Savoy in like an arm lock mm-hmm. and then just like smack her stomach mm-hmm. so like that kept happening so Soraya Knight was a highlight of this um of these two shows but what stole the show was Mia Yim against Azure oh, Kong. Yeah, how was that? Dude, me well, Mia Yim's good. Um Aja Kong, who I don't know a ton about, she like kind of joined Mercedes Martinez and the Cole Savoy's faction because mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler, I guess, got signed. Yeah. Um so they have this faction called Trifecta. It mm-hmm. used to be Mercedes, Savoy, and Baszler. Yeah. Three people. Mm-hmm. But now like she's gone. So Aja Kong joined. Aja Kong had like some ultimate warrior makeup on supposedly like been wrestling for a long time. I've just never seen her stuff. She had like these big ass gloves and like this kind of, she kind of looked like King Mabel mixed with Vader, but okay. ultimate warrior face paint. All right. If trifecta. The trifecta. <laughs> but oh my, and she doesn't, she, she wrestled Mia Yim and didn't even do a lot of moves, mm-hmm. but all that she did was so good. It was cra- Like it, she was the epitome of like less is more. Okay. And she did, Greg said, <laughs> Greg, it was funny. Greg, I think he summed it up really good. He's like, Aja Kong's best spinning back fist put Eddie Kingston's to shame oh. by a country mile. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. So the match ended with like a, they were like just going back and forth and the crowd was like super into it. Spinning back fist. And then Aja Kong did like a really good brain buster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I'm not I was like uncertain about brain busters as a finisher, but if you do it like at kind of at the end of a combination, yeah. That was another good point that Greg made. Um it really worked and it was like a really, really good ending. So Aja Kong ended up kicking her ass, but like I would watch this match again. Okay. Um so if you're thinking about buying that DVD, that is a match you have to see. And they brought in a lot of um Joshi wrestlers. So Joshi is supposedly a word used to describe women's wrestling in Japan. Okay. It's like Lucha Libre. Uh huh. Okay. So like the people had signs like the Joshi so, is back. Luchadores. Like the, the Luchadores. 
if you may, like that's the the word for yes. You know, male wrestlers but under a mask or from the the lucha style right so absolutely. absolutely in this case it's what's the word again joshi joshi yes mm-hmm. so they had like a lot of those wrestlers too and i can't i, can't, I don't have their names on me right now because they're very hard to pronounce and and they're new to me um there was this one girl though this one joshi girl who would just like smile throughout the whole match mm-hmm. like even when she's getting her ass kicked or when she's like arguing with andy long over it's a two or three she's just uh-huh. like smiling it was hilarious. So a lot of good stuff. Like there was some like kind of forgettable stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, like the two tapings in one day was it was like was a lot was a lot. But uh, Rosemary had a match. It was really good. Oh, Rosemary wasn't Rosemary was there. So there is there was like a, a lot of good mixed in with some okay stuff. Okay, had its ups and downs. You know? If you haven't been to a Shimmer show though, like it, I was, I left and I was like, I was like, I'm really glad I went to it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I still yet have to make to one, make it to one of those. So I don't know if I'll join you for an entire day, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you want to buy a DVD, I'll watch a DVD with you. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, all right. So, do we have any any other um, things we want to touch on? Um, we're getting to our timestamp here where where we should be wrapping things up are we over an hour we're definitely over an hour okay yeah sorry i talked so long man. no it's good it's just been there so much yeah uh i mean now we have a new wwe champion too aj yes right no we haven't even talked about wwe which is cool yeah i kind of like that about a podcast but um (laughs) (laughs) so yeah a lot of things have happened a lot of wrestling has happened in the indies wwe and we just try to fit it all in, bro. It's 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 tough. But AJ versus Brock is gonna be dude. The Survivor Series card looks really really good. I haven't even looked at the whole card yet. Like I I know that's one of the matches. they're doing like champs versus champs, right? So that that to me when I, yeah you're right. So I heard that and isn't that what Clash of Champions should be? Yeah. Uh. Well, Clash of Champions gimmick is would be like Knight of Champions, right? Where at least like every belt is defended. Oh, that, right. I'm confusing Clash of Champions with Knight of Champions. Because I think WCW had a Clash of Champions. Or yeah, was that, yeah, yeah. Okay. But All that right. was just like, I think that was the same thing where it's just like every belt's mm-hmm. going to be defended. Everybody, every belt's on the line or something like but that. But I wouldn't mind like if Clash of Champions was intermixed and they did like champion versus champion. Right. Um, like if Survivor Series was just a Survivor Series match at the end with, you know, some, you know, pay-per-view type matches, you know, along the way. And if they did a Clash of Champions where you really have brand against brand at all levels. Right. Yeah. Survivor Series kind of already has its own gimmick. Mm -hmm. So like now they're doubling down on that. Is that what you're kind of saying? Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I think it's, it's good for like fresh matchups. And like the... The Usos versus uh, the Bar is going to be amazing. You know that. Is that happening? Yeah, they're both the tag champs right now. They're doing tag champs versus tag champs. They're doing AJ versus Brock. That's champ versus champ. They're doing Miz versus Corbin. That's champ versus champ. That's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then like they're doing New Day versus uh, Shield, Shield, I believe. I don't know who's going to be the third person. Oh, it's... uh... I or if they're doing something. a third person. Think, or maybe it's just 2v2 with yeah, someone on the outside. I think it should be three. Just start, you know, randomly substituting Roman <laughs> at all times. They've been, like, substituting people. Like, yeah. Triple H did it, did it on the house show. I think, so, Triple H is facing gender in the India tour now. Did you see that? Really? Well, he put out a video. like, oh, if I get enough retweets or enough comments, I'll go back into the ring. So, I you know, it's happening. Yeah. Well, I think it's, yeah, it's a, it's a good match for India. 
It's going to match for gender, too. Because he's saying, like, I think the selling point is, like, oh, India's biggest match or WWE India's biggest match will be Jinder Mahal versus Triple H. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jinder needs the help, I think. Like, I'm sure he can so learn you, some stuff. So you think Jinder will go over Triple H? At the house shows? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. probably. He's, Jinder's going to win in India. Oh, I mean, he has to, I think. Yeah. But versus Triple I don't know. When was the last time Triple H lost? He's lost. Daniel, Daniel Bryan, like. He lost to Reigns. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unmemorable moments, but yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. We'll it's, see. It's uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that like gender can learn a lot still. Mm-hmm. Like his matches haven't been spectacular. I've 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 been fine with his run, but like I'm sure getting in the rings with Triple H is going to be a really good experience for him. Yeah. Cool. So, um, all right. I think we're going to wrap this one up. But before that, uh, we do want to announce that we've been working with Wrestling with Unicorns. Oh, yes. Um, and um, the site is now live by the time you listen to this. It's wrestlingwithunicorns.org. Wrestling with Unicorns is here to promote independent promotions, independent wrestlers, and fuel the fan base with awesome T-shirts and content from events that they attend. If you're wondering... What is, who is this Martin guy? Right. Who, what is wrestling with the unicorns? Who are these people that wear these shirts, sit front row, and are on Snapchat filming wrestling? Right? Yeah. Have you ever woke up? That went through my head before I met Martin. Did that go through your head? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was like, because when, when I met him, when we talked, I was like, so what is wrestling with the unicorns? Like, that was one of the first things I asked him. And if you go to wrestlingwiththeunicorns.org, right. you see their mission statement. Mm-hmm. It's just a brand with a catchy name, a cool logo, cool shirt designs, and it's there to exactly. We live in a digital age. We live in an age where people are on social media. It's there to promote other independent wrestlers and the promotions, and all the money that you that end up wrestling with the unicorns collects. Um, they do it because they love it. So all the money that they collect. Really it's, goes back into the into the independent scene. hundred percent. It really goes back mm-hmm. into the independent scene. Like Martine um, does uh, videos and gifs for people. Yeah. And like he's saving up for a new computer so he can do all these videos and gifs for these other wrestlers. Um, it like goes into like I'm sure like their travel to go to all these different events. So it's like it's going back to the cause of producing more content for wrestlers who need it and fans who enjoy it right and then fans who also need it because there's so there's some wrestlers that i have not heard of that i'm like oh so-and-so is going to be a freelance or so-and-so is going to be at you know aw you know whichever promotion we go to there's always new guys coming up and black label pro black label pro bunch of new faces um you know and i know i hear about these guys or or kind of like okay so this is some of their stuff and i'll 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 see that through their instagram the wrestling with unicorns instagram twitter whatever facebook so they helped me out in that sense. Yeah, it's another source of information. Mm-hmm. Then that's kind of what like we did with our site too. Like we want to let people know all this stuff is going on. That's what wrestling with unicorns wants to do too. Yep. Hey, this is going on. So if you go there, click buy a T-shirt. There's all these cool designs. I have one myself. You have one. Um, there's pins too. I believe coming. Uh, I coming if, soon. Pins are coming soon. Pins are coming soon. 
but tell them, tell them about the promo code. So, like, right. So you have an option if you live in the Chicago land area and you go to independent shows and you see Martin there, you can actually buy a shirt through the site, and then there's no shipping and handling costs because Martin will just give that to you in person. So there's that option. Yeah, suck at shipping costs. <laughs> but if you don't, there's there's a, a five dollar fee for that. You know, just to cover the cost of shipping. Right. Uh, but yeah, there's you know several t-shirt designs. I think is like five t-shirt designs he has on there. Oh yeah, um, we got one based off of the old WCW Nitro logo. We got the four horsemen, which have turned into the four unicorns logo. We got wrestling with F and U. Right, the ECW. We got the original, which is like a half dead unicorn, which is looking real tight. Added to Dara Raw, the NBA logo, which is a unicorn. Um, a lot of good uh, spinoffs, you could say. And that's what yep. a lot of wrestling t-shirts mm-hmm. are, right? For sure. Um, so if you use the promo code two heels, that's the number two heels. Um, you get fifteen percent off. So feel free to go get your U- wrestling with unicorns t-shirt. Get some merch. Support. Martin's effort in promoting wrestling promotions yeah. and wrestlers. No shipping and 15% off. Yeah. This can't. is the easiest, cheapest t-shirt you could get. Yeah. It's simple. That's how we make it. Any last minute plugs for us, Charlie? What do you have going on over SoundCloud, there? SoundCloud, iTunes, com. Hashtag Push Paco. Push Paco. Paco's going to the moon. And the, the Nido show that we have tickets to, the Glory Pro show, he's got a, a, a Glory Pro championship shot. Oh, really? Does he? At that show, we could have. I mean, this is Paco. Uh, this is another one. Look, like, Paco was part of the pod. Paco was part of the podcast, and now he's he going a, to the top, baby. Right. He has a title shot now. Let us be your rocket fuel. <laughs> right. All right. I'm going to just relax for a second. All right. That's so, um, if you want to reach Charlie, you could find them on Twitter at Chuck underscore Colorado. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at Compadre Chris. As Charlie said, visit the site twoheelsinaphase.com. That's number twoheelsinaphase.com to see what's happening in the indies in the Chicagoland area. Send, if you've gone to shows, send us results, content, pictures. Bada bing, bada boom. We want to share cool stuff. That wraps it up, right? Yep. All right. Thank you. Bye.